The Green Bay Packers are set to kick off their preseason on Friday. Why Wednesday is actually going to be a more important day. Plus, Rashawn Gary is back. And Jordan Love has only played a little bit for the Green Bay Packers in his career. Why the two games, the Chiefs game and the Eagles game, were actually really important for Matt LaFleur. All of that on today's show. You are locked on Packers. He's got great speed. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Christian Watson down the sideline. Locked on podcast now. And he will score. Your team every day. You are locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. The Packers get to play a preseason game finally on Friday against the Cincinnati Bengals. They had a practice yesterday. They are traveling today. Are we up to date on their schedule? Good. Great. So they added this joint practice this week as a way of getting additional reps when you know you're going to have a situation where you're incorporating a lot of new pieces, you have a new quarterback, all of those kinds of things. And it will be the only opportunity potentially in something approximating live game reps for the Packers to get a real look at their ones against someone else's real ones. Now, they get to do it twice because they're going to do this with the Patriots as well. But on Friday, in the game, right? We're not talking about practice. We're talking about a game. David Bakhtiari is probably not going to play. And Elton Jenkins is probably not going to play. And Aaron Jones is probably not going to play. So there's three of the best players on your offense, three of the most important players on your offense to not give you a full look at what's going to happen in a potential game situation. And the same is true for the Bengals. Trey Hendrickson's probably not going to play. Their their best players are just probably not going to play. So you're not going to get a real look. Now, if Jordan Love and this offense struggles against a bunch of backups because Jordan Love is probably going to play a decent amount. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Luke Musgrave, these guys are going to play. Zach Tom, they're going to be critical to your team. They're going to play. And so you have to still find ways to get them ready because come week one, those guys are going to be playing. So this joint practice suddenly becomes extremely, and I mean extremely Important, And you get to go up against a legit contending team. An AFC team that expects to be really, really good. Now, Joe Burrow recovering, but Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, that offense. Now, this is the first opportunity for someone like Jair Alexander to get work against a bona fide superstar. Christian Watson gets to watch Jamar Chase work a little bit. Romeo Dobbs gets to watch T. Higgins work a little bit. 
there's there's something to be gleaned there. And then you have that the old adage, the iron sharpens iron and all of that. You're not going to get a full test again because their injuries are still part of the game. Joe Burrow's hurt. So that's just that's just the reality of the situation. It's more important, though, for the Packers offense anyway, because this defense has continuity. We know what this defense, more or less, there's going to be some internal player development. You hope Quay Walker got a little bit better. And you, you, you're you hoping that Lucas Van Ness can give you something on this defense. And you're hoping that Darnell Savage can be a little bit rejuvenated. Had a pick six in practice yesterday to start off teamwork. You love to see that. So offensively for the Packers, Lou Anarumo, you know, he could get in his bag if he wanted to. And, and he is a defensive coordinator that has been known to be in his bag for sure. So how does Jordan Love respond? How does this offense respond? How does Christian Watson respond? How does Zach Tom respond to being the starting right tackle against a, a pretty good Bengals front? Now, if you're if you're going to look at anything, this Bengals defense, to me, at least personnel-wise, is not the strength of the team. But even though they lose Von Bell, you you drafted Dax Hill to come in and, and be that guy. So they have a lot of pieces that they're working back in here as well. But this is a, a championship-level team. And to get that kind of preparation is critical. Here's the other part of this. I would expect that in practice, you're going to get Jair Alexander and David Bakhtiari. But then what does this mean for some of these other players in the actual game? How much prep do you give them? Are you going to give someone like Carrington Valentine, who's getting first team reps for the Packers on defense and sort of a quasi walkthrough yesterday? Is he going to get opportunities to go up against Jamar Chase in one-on-ones? Is he going to get the opportunity in team because that this is that he's someone who is going to play in the game and Jerry Alexander is not? Or do you give Jair the chance to go up against those guys because he's not going to play in the game? These are decisions that the Packers have to make. And, and I don't think there's easy answers there. I, I think that if you're the Packers, if it were me, I know Jair Alexander is really good. I don't need to get him any sharper than he already is. Give him a couple reps. And then I want to see some of these young players out there. Russell Douglas has looked awesome in camp. I don't really need to see him. I want to see if Shamar John Charles is an actual NFL player. I want to see if Carrington Valentine, who right now looks like he's cornerback three, first off the bench with Jair Alexander not taking all the reps in that Monday practice as they get ready for a game in which Jair Alexander is almost certainly not going to play. I want to see that. And, and Valentine had an opportunity on, a, on an interception against Jordan Love that he dropped that turned into a touchdown. Those are the opportunities you can't miss when you're a late day three pick trying to make a team. Does he take better advantage of those opportunities in joint practices? We're going to talk about the guys who have big opportunities in the game. That's going to be something that we touch on tomorrow as you know, we have the travel day the day before. We're not going to have new information, new practice stuff to talk about. It's the perfect time to get on that. And then Thursday, we get the Wednesday, we get the joint practice, all the goodies all the juicy stuff that's coming up later in the week here on Locked On Packers. 
Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are a guaranteed fit for your rosters. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for this week's eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy pick of the week. Looking for a second-year fantasy football wide receiver who can drive your team to big points while he catches on with a new quarterback. Garrett Wilson is a guaranteed fit with Aaron Rodgers, ready to build on his rookie promise with the Jets. Watch for Wilson to make big plays all over the field with his speed, quickness, and route running. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And he's not just trolling Packer fans, I promise. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is built with each player being a great fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car. Because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth. Switch gears, crank the AC, baby, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. Because now, you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For all the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items apply and exclusions apply. Thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. As I mentioned, we're going to look ahead at the players who have the most gain in the preseason opener later this week. Rashawn Gary's back. This is big news. Now, it is not a promise that he is going to be ready for week one. But what is interesting to me, 270-some days removed from ACL surgery, is he wasn't just cleared. He's out there with the guardian cap on doing stuff. He's practicing. Just back. Now, it's going to be a ramp-up period to be sure. And he even he said after... Practice, you know, this is not a guarantee that I'm going to be back for week one. But what this does tell us is certainly in the first couple weeks, he he would be back. And his recovery is ahead of what we think of as the normal schedule. For now, that's all we know. In a lot of ways, this is a situation where we learn more just by his activation. Because this Packers staff is notorious, the training staff, I mean, for being conservative. And Matt LaFleur has learned that timelines can be complete nonsense. The David Bakhtiari timeline, just like they didn't know. And it, it was not a knock on anyone. They just didn't know. Things happen, setbacks happen. All you know, The human body is a strange and mysterious thing. It's a science, but only to a point, right? You can only predict so much. We don't have a crystal ball. That's not how this works. And so, yeah, it's probably going to be somewhere between Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari. (laughs) So he'll, he'll either be back or he won't be. 
Those are the only options, right? So I don't want, I don't want us to get out ahead of our skis on this and say, oh, he's going to be back. He's going to terrorize Justin Fields week one. Yeah, maybe he does. Maybe he does. And you know what would be great is if he does. But here's, here's the thing. It's not just that he's back. You get to ramp him up slowly. And the reason it makes sense for the Packers to do that, in addition to all of the injury reasons, it would make sense to do that. And they are myriad. You want to be careful with these kinds of things. He's a young player, but he is someone who generates a lot of torque. He puts a lot of strain on his body. He is a physical specimen. And a lot of times, you know, Darnell Savage joked, he had a fast guy injury. These big fast guys, your, your body is not necessarily made to work in the ways that they are asking their bodies to work. And so you want to be really cautious about these things. And if you're Rashawn Gary, you're trying to get paid. So... You don't want to risk too much too soon. Wait until you are 100%, get out there, and then go make your money. I understand wanting to do the flip side. Hey, as soon as I can, I'm getting out there because I'm trying to get paid. I understand all that. But this is exactly why you drafted Lucas Van Ness. And of course, you drafted Van Ness for a million other reasons too. But this is a fringe fringe benefit here. I almost said French benefit. <laughs> uh because he needs the reps. He needs the reps. And he's had some nice reps, some nice run play reps, some nice pass rush reps. He needs the opportunities to get better. Rashawn Gary just needs to sort of get back into shape by week one. He doesn't need to, and, and you don't need to have a full workload for him week one. Get out there 30% of snaps, 40% of snaps. Go terrorize Justin Fields on third and long. You know, play some second and, and second and long. Fine. He don't. He doesn't have to play a down of base. You don't have to play a down of first down, even though they're probably going to try and throw on first down just because that's what teams have tried to do against the Packers because they like to play more base on first down. Most teams do. Having someone like Lucas Van Ness, having Justin Hollins, having Kingsley and Igbari allows the Packers to take this slow with Rashawn Gary. But if you're looking at this team, and you want to say, okay, how can they outperform expectations this season? One of the ways they could do that is if you take the Rashawn Gary knob and you turn it to 11. If he plays at his potential this season, this defense can be terrific because you have two outstanding corners. You have a front that is really developing these young players, Devontae Wyatt, I went back and watched some of the, the plays from family night that they showed on, you know, the, the, the team drills. Vontae Wyatt was a menace and it and has been just every day in practice. The whole training camp has had one of the best training camps on the team. This defensive front is going to be much better. This defense has a chance to be really, really good. Devondre Campbell's healthy. Quay Walker in year two. You hope he can develop a little bit. But if you have that pass rusher, that can take over games. And Rashawn Gary has shown he has the ability to do that. You already have a corner who has shown he has the ability to take over games. You have another corner who has shown the ability to break games. A consistent game breaker with his ball skills, his read and react ability, his playmaking. 
When you have three guys like that, and then you add in Kenny Clark on the interior, Devontae Wyatt, and now you have depth there with Lucas Van Ness and the, the veteran savvy of Preston Smith. You're talking about a team that has so much ability at that position. And I understand they didn't play to that ability last year or the year before that or the year before that. But defense to me is about, yes, we know it's a weakling system. But you do also really, really benefit from having those players who on third and eight, talking about offensive bucket getting every day, as remember, we had this conversation before the draft. There is such a thing as the defense going and getting a bucket. Just go get a pressure on third and eight. Just go get a run stop on second and seven that instead of third and three, now it's second and or third and six or third and seven again. Those kinds of plays can change games. And when you can make them consistently, you're not going to make them every game, but if you can make two or three a game every play, those are the things that separate the, the fine defenses from the good ones, the good defenses from the great ones, and the bad ones from the okay ones. This is not a bad defense by talent. We know that. How do they become more consistent? Well, your best players have to play their best. Rashawn Gary started the season extremely well last year. He was, he was ready to be in that true conversation as one of the five or so best players at the position in football. If he can get back to that, this defense can be what we have expected it to be, what it has shown and has the ability to be and just hasn't put it all together in any sort of consistent way. If you're going to have a key to this defense, I think it's probably someone like Devontae Wyatt to have a, an interior presence who can help your run defense because you know your passing defense is already going to be top 10. But if your passing defense can go from the ninth best defense to the fourth best passing defense, and then you incrementally improve that run defense, it goes from 28th or 30th or 32nd, depending on the metrics that you look at, to 18th. If you have the fourth best passing defense and the 18th best run defense, you're going to have an above average defense, and you're probably going to have a top 10 defense. And if that is the case, then all of a sudden you have a team that can win 10 games, 11 games even. It, against a very weak schedule, a, a bad group of quarterbacks, a bad group of defenses. Defenses is much more volatile year to year. And if you're going to make the case for the Packers this year, it's going, this stuff changes. It changes so much. There is almost no correlation year to year defensively. It's much stickier on offense and with quarterbacks. Quarterback play is pretty consistent year to year. They, they grow, they evolve, but for the most part, quarterbacks are who they are over the course of their career. Defenses, there's not even a strong correlation between first half of a season defense with second half of a season defense. It's just so opponent dependent. It's just so matchup dependent. And so for the Packers, if you're going to bank on some variance, this is the spot. Hey, the defense. Yeah, it wasn't very good last year, but they have the talent. It wouldn't be surprising at all for this team to go out and be the eighth best defense in the league next year. Wouldn't be surprising at all. There are plenty of teams for whom that is true. And, and a couple of them play in the division. The Bears and the Vikings, 
Their defensive personnel sucks. It's bad. It is cheeks. Bad. Bad. Not even like, yeah, they have some nice players and they have some good young players, and but we can't bet on... No. Bad personnel. Problems at key spots, at key positions. The, the Vikings have no cornerbacks. The Bears have no pass rush, even with Yannick Ngakwe, who got locked up three years ago by David Bakhtiari. And he's not the player he was then, now. So those, those teams, man, if they, if they were the best eighth best defense, that would be really, really surprising. It would not be at all surprising if that was the Packers. And if they get there, one of the big reasons they will get there is number one, to me, number one is the safeties don't totally kill them. And Jonathan Owens is one of those players we are going to talk about later in the week as someone who has a lot to gain from preseason because right now he's a starter. He's getting the first team reps. I think this is now three practices in a row. He opens with that first team defense. So your safeties don't kill you. Your passing defense is real. And, and Rashawn Gary is a big reason why. And then you get a little bit of a, a, a bump from guys like Devontae Wyatt, Carl Brooks, Kobe Wooden. One of those guys gives you a little, a little bit of juice, a little bit of depth. Seems like a pretty good recipe to me. Seems like a really good plan to me. More to talk about as we finish up here about something we've talked about a lot on this show. Jordan Love's play in Kansas City and in Philadelphia. Turns out it matters as much or maybe even more as we've talked about. We're going to do some more talking about it here on Locked on Packers. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen every day. Every dayers. Go sign up for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. And check out my subtext. It is my way to communicate directly with you. I was just on there answering messages yesterday, in fact. And if you've sent a message and I haven't replied, I'm, I've been uh, out of town. For those of you watching, see me on video. I'm not in my normal spot. So I'm a little behind on that. But I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, we will be having a great time on subtext this year. Go find us on Locked on Packers on that platform. I can't wait to be talking directly with you guys to be sending you guys exclusive content, go check that out. A fascinating piece in Monday Morning Quarterback by Albert Breer. And it's so funny because he was at Packers camp a couple of days ago. And some of the anecdotes in there, I was just sort of like, that's it. It's just like very banal top line stuff. And clearly, he was saving it. He had some really good stuff. Didn't want to didn't want to put the piece out there until they had all the pieces together. And here is the great piece. And there are some money quotes in here, like Matt Lafleur saying uh, on the Philly game, primetime game, just threw in there, and he effing performed. He said the word. That's that's where we were like, wow, this kid has come a long way. That Philly game really meant something to the Packers, and. I, I have seen reported and I have been told that the second half of the season in particular, when Aaron Rodgers is hurt, when he's dealing with those injuries and Jordan Love is the first team quarterback, he opened a lot of eyes. Now remember the Devondre Campbell comments, they came early in the season in like August. So 
Devondre Campbell had only seen Jordan Love play 2021, which means the Detroit game, which means the Kansas City game. The Kansas City game, some people act like he was a complete train wreck in that game, and he wasn't. Matt LaFleur took the responsibility after the game, saying that they did not have enough options for that zero blitz, that they zero blitzed the daylights out of Jordan Love, and that is what happened. Here's Matt LaFleur to Albert Breer on that Kansas City game. What I should have done in hindsight is start over with the game plan, not to throw everything out, but just get better answers for him specifically so to take a little off his plate. I was worried about it going into the game and my biggest fears came true. I understand if you felt like it sounded like an excuse, but what I think is interesting here is the Packers saying, they found out Wednesday that that Jordan Love is going to be the quarterback. And rather than start over with the game plan, They thought, Jordan Love can do it. Now, that is its own sort of vote of confidence. That they didn't say, okay, well, we got to totally scrap. We got to condense the playbook and there's six plays that he can run and all that stuff. No, that's not what they thought. They just said, we're going to run this one. This is the offense. This is, you dance with the girl that brung you. In, in golf, they say you got to play with the game you brought that day. You could, That's the only game you can play with. So they just stuck with it. They said Jordan Love can do this. That is its own kind of vote of confidence that they didn't adjust sooner to the zero blitz stuff. I think is is something that, you know, you'd love to see Matt LaFleur address. You'd like to see him anticipate it a little bit better next time. He even said in this piece to Albert Breer that, look, if that's Aaron Rodgers, they don't do that. But it's Steve Spagnuolo. You have to anticipate that they would do it. Now, the other anecdote that I love is they throw Jordan Love in there, and this this underscores the point that they make about him effing performing. Matt LaFleur had apparently a, a group of calls that, okay, if Jordan Love is goes in there, these are the calls he's most comfortable with. It's not the game plan. It's sort of the backup game plan, right? Like, okay, if you have to go in there for a couple series or a couple plays, what are you most comfortable with? What do you most like? What do you what do you feel good about? And th- that in itself is a, is a sort of interesting revelation there. Then he goes in, and they keep getting the look to run the specific kind of play, and it's not on the list. In fact, it's on the it's on the don't call list, and they keep getting the look, and they keep getting the look. And LaFleur says to Jordan Love, what do you think? And Love says, basically, let's let it rip. Let's try it. Let's do it. That's a little moment. I get it. That's a little moment. I love it. I love it. Because it's, and and by the way, it worked. And they got a first down. That's Jordan Love having confidence in his ability, confidence in the offense. Hey, yeah, this isn't my favorite call. We haven't run it a million times. I haven't repped it a million times, especially now with the starters. But let's let's try it. Let's run it. Let's go. That sort of attitude is something that when you talk to people who know Jordan Love, they will tell you he just has. He just has that, that sort of, you know, I hate to even say it because Aaron Rodgers was often given this moniker, and I don't know that it was always honestly that deserved. Jordan Love has the California cool. He is the quiet, confident guy. I don't honestly, Aaron Rodgers was never California cool. He was sort of Berkeley cool. 
Not not the way that we think. Like Jordan Love has kind of got that surfer coolness to him, where he's very laid back, he's very chill, he's very calm. Like Rogers is biting and acerbic, and 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 he's smart, but also knows he's smart and sarcastic, and that's not really California cool. Love is just sort of like, hey man, I'm cool, I'm confident. He get, he gives this great quote to Albert Breer, speaking of confidence, about understanding. Okay, look, I, you know, not everyone knows who I am. But they're going to see. And the quote is, I think a lot of people just haven't seen me play enough and are not really familiar with my game. But I'm a baller, so that's what they'll see. You, that is, that's what you want your quarterback to say. That is absolutely what you want your quarterback to say. And I think this, this helps us put the pieces together. Yes, it would be easy to overanalyze the Eagles game. Except the Eagles game was really important to the Packers in their assessment of Jordan Love. And it would be easy to overanalyze the Chiefs game. Well, Matt LaFleur has been saying, and I've been saying on this show too. Thanks, Matt, for for listening to the show. Uh, (laughs) That we can't actually take as much from that game in terms of on the field play as some have said. Part of that is on Matt LaFleur, but also that there is this part that is just being missed that they tried to do the Aaron Rodgers thing with Jordan Love. And it didn't go great. You have Devontae Adams also a week off of COVID. He's recovering from COVID. He didn't look to be himself in that game. A lot of factors there at play. The Chiefs game was still a useful tool. It's still useful to us. It was useful to the team in that Philly game. Just like with Aaron Rodgers, you know, 15 years to the day or whatever it was, the Cowboys game, you know, uh, who was Aaron Nagler said the other day that the second half was the most overanalyzed half of football ever. Maybe. I don't don't quite think that's true because clearly it, it was a very important moment for the Packers. But how many anecdotes were told about Aaron Rodgers? In the second half of that Cowboys game where everyone just went, yep, okay, this is great. Andrew Brandt was on the show, friend of the show. He's he's talked about it. Yep, okay, this is the guy. This is the guy. That was a real thing. That that if it is the case that Jordan Love is now, that that half was the most overhyped or overanalyzed half, it replaced the second half of the Cowboys-Packers game that Aaron Rodgers played in. And what a fitting way to usher in the Jordan Love era. All right, back tomorrow as we get set for the Packers preseason opener on Friday. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you'll find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live like we were on Saturday, we'll be live Friday night after the game because we are football sickos on this show to stay Locked on Packers.